This is Ozarks at Large with me via Zoom, Courtney Lanning. Courtney, how are you? I'm good, Kyle. How are you doing? Uh, doing pretty well. It's time to talk about another movie, and this week you review Sing a Bit of Harmony. Yes, and, you know, for anime fans who also happen to listen to Ozarks at Large, two for two since we have another anime film to review this week. Last week you reviewed Bell, which you liked. How does this compare, I guess, did you like this as much as you liked Bell? I did. I actually liked this uh, even better than Bell. Um, and it's funny because they they both involve uh, futuristic technology and singing. And I, I like this movie better. All right. So technology, is there an emotional... I'm assuming since you liked it, there must be an emotional core to the film as well. Kyle, you know me so well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um the movie has a lot of heart, uh, and it's got a, a such a powerful emotional connection. At least I felt it did. Uh, it's cute. I liked it better than Belle. Um, you know, the, the story is a little easier to grasp, and I know it's still anime, so there's going to be some, some wacky parts for people who aren't used to anime. Uh, but the story follows uh, a mysterious new transfer to a Japanese high school. A girl comes in, and her behavior's a little out of whack, and the main characters discover that she's actually a robot hmm. powered by an artificial intelligence. And the lab that sent her there is running an experiment to see if she can learn fast enough to adapt and keep the other students from learning she's a robot. Obviously, the main characters discover and see through it pretty quick. Um, but, you know, the movie um, is all about the robot learning to be a little more human and help people with their problems and kind of one by one works her way through the friend group, uh, settling all of their disputes and differences and generally just making everybody happy. Um, it's, it's a really cute movie. You mentioned music. How, where does the music come in? So uh, the robot, her name is Shion, and she actually, she sings quite a few songs in the movie uh, because music she finds makes a lot of people happy. And the, mu the movie actually has some pretty catchy tunes. It's a good soundtrack. If you want to, when you finish the movie and you want to break from the Encanto soundtrack, <laughs> you can fully be prepared for some good tunes from this one if you you pull it up on Spotify. Uh, good for all ages. Yeah, it's it's absolutely good for all ages film. Um, you know, aimed at a, a young adult audience, but there's nothing nothing scary or you know inappropriate that's going to pop out here. All right, uh, where do we see it? You can see this movie in theaters on, and this is going to be specific, but this is the way anime movies typically release when they come west in theaters. You can see this movie on Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You're right. And that's it. <laughs> that's very specific. What, any idea why that is how anime films are screened in the United States? You know, I think they just bring them over for very limited windows. Uh, and they, when they release them early in the week, they don't have to compete with the American mm -hmm. films coming out. Gotcha. I imagine it reduces cost and, you know, gives, gives the anime fans just a, a few chances to see it. You know, Kyle, when I was growing up uh, in Russellville, Arkansas, and anime films came out, they, we didn't get to see them. Right. Uh, I didn't get to watch an anime movie in theaters until I moved to Fayetteville, you know, and actually had some bigger theaters around me. Well, when I was a kid, anime wasn't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, it was. They had, 
they had black and white Astro Boy back in the 60s. Oh, well, if that counts, then yes, that did exist. Speed Racer, I guess. <laughs> Would Speed, Speed Racer, of is course. That, oh, who knew? I was watching anime when I was a kid. Okay, very good. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Uh, what else is coming out this week? So uh, it's pretty quiet, as you noted in the last time we talked. Uh, January here at the end is, is a pretty quiet month. Uh, there's a movie coming out this week called The King's Daughter, which is a fantasy film about King Louis in France, who is searching for immortality and decides he's going to try to steal the life force from a mermaid he's captured. And everything seems to be going swimmingly, <laughs> pun intended, yeah. until his illegitimate daughter finds the mermaid and I assume tries to rescue it. It, it looks, looks to be a strange entry in the film, film is, world. Is this live action? This is live action. Okay. Okay. And I I think King Louis might be played by Pierce Brosnan. I'll have to double check on that. Wow. That sounds weird enough for me to want to see it, actually. Especially if Pierce I, Brosnan I, is the king. I could be wrong, but I, okay. I think Pierce Brosnan plays King Louis. Okay. Uh, what will we be talking about next week? Next week, I would like to review uh, for you the next entry in the Ice Age franchise, which I believe this will be the sixth film in the franchise. It's called The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, and it's coming out on Disney+. And that is one of the characters that's already been established in this franchise, right? I believe so, yes. Okay, all right. Courtney Lanning's full review can be found in Friday's Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Courtney, look forward to talking to you next week. Kyle, looking forward to it myself.